for listening, calling, and participating today. A lot of good uh, caller interaction, new mock drafts, and free agency and stuff like that. We got the numbers now for 2023 season in the NFL. Uh, thank you very much to Shay Norling and to Jake Cantu. They pulled a marathon shift today, these guys. Look at them. Machines. Shay did 24 hours. That a boy, Shay. Go home and get some sleep for crying out loud. I mean, long. like, think about it. Shay doing 7 to 10. That's basically dog years. Tw- that's 21 hours. What do you think, Shay? 7 to 10 hours? every day working with Cap is, tw- is 21 hours. Yeah. But he's propelled by uh, listener sent in cookies. Yeah, they, a listener did <laughs> send in cookies. That yeah. gave me energy. Yeah. yeah. Shay's aging. He's aging like uh, in dog years. Because right. there was something in there to get yeah, the, the, you the energy. <laughs> who knows? Crosstalk. Laced uh, with drugs. Time for Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, mm. Six to seven tonight after the guys are done. It's Jesse Rogers until hey, 745. Oh, and then oh. uh, the Northwestern Iowa game on our air Ooh. tonight. Yeah, they're good. Northwestern's good. Iowa's They're going to make the tournament? Do you know who beat Iowa this year? Eastern Illinois. Wow. wow. By, by good 12. job, Panthers. I heard, I heard Jay Hood, I think, saying, he and Cap saying that they they were making a case for Northwestern's backcourt being the best in the Big Ten. Wow. All right. They're, they're third finally, right now in the Big Ten overall. Yeah. Ooh, so they're the finally getting, they're finally getting a, it right. I have not seen Isn't a second. There's a ton of media. I, I have not watched after, I, one minute of Northwestern guys, basketball. After Purdue. Not one. Purdue. After Purdue. Number one. Number one in the country. Yeah, there's a ton of mediocrity. Yeah, probably. The there is. Probably. Indiana's number 21. I don't think there's another Big Ten team in the 20s. Does it make me a bad guy that I haven't watched a, really a single second? I, you know what? I take that back. I watched some women. LSU, Tennessee basketball. It was in the side television as that? I was watching uh, Mayor of Kingstown. So a side television so you were was really watching LSU basketball. No, I watched it like LSU's twenty and zero. Like tw- wow. I think they're twenty one and zero now because big twist in Mayor of Kingstown too. Yeah, like big it's twist. dark. It's good, but it's dark. Mm, you guys um, love that one. The coach for LSU, boy, is she she's she she is something she's, else. What she what gets after mean? her players like very oh yeah, oh yeah very demonstrative. All right, uh, but Old no, school. my point was I have not watched really a second of college basketball, and I was just thinking I have yet to mourn. The passing of the NFL season. Oh, I thought you meant uh, Billy Packer. Packer. I thought that's what you meant, too. No. All right. But I'm just saying, like, now I'm finally starting to come to terms with the NFL season. We got one game. Cap, a longtime broadcaster of the Final Four and college basketball for CBS, Billy Packer, passing away at age 82. Sympathies to the family. He was an ass. (laughs) He was an a-hole. And because he died does not change my opinion of him. He was a jerk. He was a grade A ass. I dealt with him. I did not like him. I threw him off the air on this station when it was its first iteration, when it was WMVP Mm -hmm. AM 1000 back in the 90s. Still that. Rest yeah. in peace. That's what but you were jerk. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. The thing that made, made Yurko mad was that Cap said, not that he called him an a-hole a couple of times, was that Cap said when it was WMVP AM 1000. Still is. And, it, and Yurko's still like, is. it still is WMVP AM 1000. Well, said the first iteration. Yeah. yeah. The, the did he, that, did there he wasn't a second iteration. 
Joey's been WMVPA a month out. Did he have any thoughts on Cindy Williams passing? Uh, well, how could you have anything bad to say? Bernie Shirley. Williams. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. He liked, I, he liked Carmine Raguso. Oh, who did it? Oh, who did it? He was always dancing, right? I mean, he had a, yeah. He's a big fan of Lenny and he, Squiggy. He threw Penny also Marshall good. off the air, though, once when uh, she used to come to town as a Bulls fan. No, he didn't. Remember, she used to always well, show up she, as, she, a, as a... She was a Laker fan, though. She was a uh, basketball fan who used to jump on bandwagons. Oh, right. Is she with us still? Or she no, I think she passed. Her brother, Gary, Gary did. No, he listen, passed? Listen, she, yeah, yeah, she might still be alive. Gary, Laverne, let me no, see. No, no, no. Guys, Laverne is taking a dirt nap. Okay. Yeah, a while she's ago, gone. right? Yeah. <laughs> me? Yeah, no, she's gone. She died in 2018. All right, let me give you the Big Ten. It, Wait a minute. We're going back to college basketball. No, 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 Hots and Pepper Incorporated. Incorporated. On your market set, let's go now. Sylvie's got a little more show in his hand. It's pomade. We're going to make it. Dreams come true. We're going to do it always. That was back in the day where like every show had like three spin-offs. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Everything spun off of everything else. And the intro was as good as any. It was three minutes long. It was the introductory song was Camp Ness. Yes, but Monday, I think we were Tuesday, prisoners of the days. moment and prisoner of the... There was nothing else. You right. didn't, have we didn't have an ass. Yeah, you didn't have anything. There was nothing on demand. Nothing. Right. You had to tune in at yeah. 7 for Happy right. Days and 7.30 for we, Laverne and Shirley. We ate at Mork and Mindy like it was oh, dessert. Yeah. I love yes. Mork and Mindy. Nanu, Nanu. What a Nanu, dumb Nanu. show. Oh. It was so dumb. Oh, we loved it. It was so dumb. I get it. It was a dumb show, but I enjoyed it. I loved it. I mean, Arthur Fonzarelli. Toughest guy Toughest in the world. Toughest guy in the world is 5'2 and 104 <laughs> yeah. pounds. But he hit the jukebox and it went yeah. on. I right know. Left. The best was when that's he... Remember Pat, when they uh, hey, put the motorcycle back together? Pat Marino owned the joint. Yeah. Pat Marino owned the joint that's for right. a reason. He yeah. got the job because he was shorter than Henry Winkler. <laughs> Do you remember when he had to put the motorcycle back together when he was blind? Do you remember that episode? Yeah. They say jump the shark, right, Sylvie? Because when he jumped the yes. shark... Right. It that's jumped what, the shark when he was blind and he had to put the motorcycle back. I don't yes. know if I remember which one was first. It but was great. Ooh, it got, it got to be... Ralph and Potsy. Yeah. I mean, like, the whole, the whole cast the whole of characters. They, they got rid of Richie's brother early. Did you have... Were, were, you, were you hot for Joni? Oh, yeah. As a youngster? Who was no, it? I mean, please. Joni loves Chachi. It was Joni and Marsha from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was never a Brady Bunch guy, really. It was Joni You were younger. Sure. I was yeah, younger. Yeah. Like, I loved the Brady Bunch. Joni for Brady sure. Bunch was good. Poor Brady Jan. Bunch was good. Poor Jan never went on a date. And then the one... Uh, I bet you Jan. Uh, uh, yeah. Eve Plum, no good. What? No, nah, no good. Yeah, I think no underrated. Good. Yeah, I agree. I think so, underrated. Nope. I'd, I'd go straight A. 100% straight. To the Partridge family, Susan Day. No, <laughs> Straight to the Partridge family. I always For had me, a, I don't it think was Susan Day. Okay. Well, oh, like, were you on the... All day and all night. Were you Susan on the Day. Warner Brother lot just oh, roaming yes. around? <laughs> <laughs> it was. You didn't know Pretty that. much, no. Where is Susan Day? I'm here. I, I think he was going to say Alice the housekeeper. That's where oh, I wow. thought he was going. Johnny getting a little weird. I thought he was going to be Sam the Butcher Sam for a second. And you know the wildest one on Happy Days was Pinky Tuscadero. Pinky Tuscadero. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Well, of course. Any girl I, that can drive a demolition car, is, yeah. I'm, I'm game for. Our, 20, our 25-year-olds are like, what yeah, no the clue. hell are they talking Well, they about? missed out. You they missed check, out. Check the Google machine. Yes. I you know a, what? I'm not here for a Call of Duty conversation. No, I'm mine. here for Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Mineshaft. Yes. Whatever that is. Minecraft. Okay. Let's play Mineshaft. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my two biggest Shaft. 80s that's TV. What, that's uh, what people play with you, Yurko. Yeah, it's Mineshaft. Mine Shaft. Mine Shaft. Shaft. Oh, is that what you play? Mineshaft. Oh, mine Are you playing Mineshaft? Remember when we went to Ireland and I said I want to push a guy off the You can only get that game overseas, though. You can't get that in the United States. It hasn't been approved yet. I love Mineshaft. Mineshaft. Go home and play some mine shaft tonight. I bet you are. <laughs> See how much gold I could bring up in mine shaft. I think um, <laughs> classic Jericho. I think my two biggest eighties uh, TV crushes were Lisa Bonet in the Cosby Show, mm -hmm. right? And then um, you're a little later than I am. Justine Bateman in uh, oh, Facts yeah, of Life. Yes. Oh, family Ties. Right. Oh my God. Okay. Were you Facts of Life? I got nah, you. Never nah. Facts of Life, really. Oh. Bateman right. Blair, and Lisa Bonet. Blair. I'm, I'm going to age myself. I thought. I thought. I thought the uh, who was the other one? Uh, Tootie? Tootie? No, 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 no. There was the dark-haired girl. Joe. Uh, Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, like the tomboy look. Yeah, that's like the tomboy look. That's like my vagina in, uh, in... What? what? Excuse what? me? Vagina. <laughs> From, uh... What? You don't remember what that? What did you say? What'd you don't remember a four-year-old virgin? <laughs> you know what's the one I thought was the hottest? Gina. <laughs> what? Why? That's what? like liking Joe what the best. All right. All right. I'm going to age myself. What did you just do over there? You want to slap some rouge on you? I'm going to shack back. I'm going to age myself there. You ready? <laughs> Christy McNichol. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No, it, it is enough, right? Oh, no. What she was, was it? in family. 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 Oh, Christy that's McNichol right. was in family. That's right. We're it really going back now, dude. I know who you guys but are because you're young. Her, it was her and Tatum O'Neill and Little Dog. Yeah, yeah. Tatum O'Neill. I know the who you two because you two are oh. young. I know what you guys are. Uh, what was it, Wonder Years? Who was the... Oh, sure, Winnie Cooper. Yeah, I know, because that's... Oh, yeah, that was like right in my wheel. That's what I said, because you're younger. No, what about Topanga? What was she in? Topanga, she was... I was never into that. Danny Zetterman Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Zetterman. You were in your 40s when that show came out. No, but she came into the studio here one time. Zetterman was going... Oh, she Topanga came in? Yeah. She came in to do the show that they had over there with Chivarini and... When you see your life. Yeah, And Zetterman was beside himself. Yeah. He was like, that's the only reason I know Topanga. I would know it any other way. Yeah. See, huge. but then you got older, then there was the 90210 stage. Not when you yeah. were a kid, Danny but yeah. the, the whole cast. Yeah, there were most of them. I never really well, watched you go that back show to a the, ton, uh, but there were... You go back to the night shows like Knott's uh, Landing with Nicolette Sheridan. Yeah, big time. And you had, uh, what else did you have? Oh, I mean, you had... Charlie's Angels was always on yeah. back in the day, too. Yeah. I'm a little oh, younger. Really? Charlie's Angels. He, he yeah. was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You you might have caught Cheryl Ladd when Farrah Fawcett left. Right. You didn't yeah. have the the Farrah Fawcett poster no. on your wall as a kid. I mean, he was, I knew, he's too young. I'm a little young for that. I well, knew you Farrah Fawcett Allen was. on your wall. Yeah. 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 in his hand. He had Frank Thomas on the wall, yeah. not Dick Allen. About? I had I mean, Kathy Ireland. Yeah, Do you have Bill Melton on one yeah. wall yeah. and Dick Allen on the other? Bill Melton Ventura on the wall. I had Wilbur Wood. I had Melty on one wall and Kathy Ireland on the other. What's the matter with you? I was like, yeah, we were we were Heather Locklear, Kathy Ireland, and Wilbur Wood, and then Spanky. Wilbur Wood. I'm not that old. Wilbur Wood. You literally had Wilbur Wood on the wall. Had Wood and Spanky in the room. We had Paulina Poroskova. Christy Brinkley. She married the lead singer of Cars, right? Rick Ocasek? I believe that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Going down the rabbit hole of... 
And we used to have posters. They were on the walls. Oh, I, yeah. had them, I had them yeah. on my, like a dork. I had them on my ceiling. Oh, that's bed. not being a dork. That's Kathy, being creative. I had Kathy Ireland. Yes. I had, I had a huge poster Kathy, of Kathy yeah. Ireland above my did bed. Did you ever talk to her? Yes. Oh, all the time. Every night. night. At night. Oh, you're so hot. Yes, I did. I'm not what would you say to, to her? It. What would you say to I her? I think I would look up and say, "Can you please be real and come down here for just a minute? <laughs> just, just a minute, maybe a little maybe, too long." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. mine was Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, sure. You're a little Let's older get than physical. Me. Come on, Olivia. Of course, it's time. She left us recently too, didn't she? Just yeah. a few months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was yeah. late. I think it was late yeah, last year. She was sick. Yeah. 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 She was. Times were not good. Well, that was a fun trip. Yeah, that was, wasn't it? The I get a kick out of it. Our older listeners definitely appreciate that. The younger ones are like, what are these old... I cannot concentrate on what these old men are saying. They don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should, I, well, listen, maybe, maybe you should go back in time. Like when we were young, we would go back and, and watch stuff that maybe some of the younger well, people should go back and I would agree. Well, do you know some why of this we stuff? did? Because that's, we didn't have anything. Again, that's yeah, all we had. We had, had. We had yeah. nothing on demand. Johnny was, was, didn't have access to Mineshaft at I watched, the time. Yeah, I watched yeah. Benny Hill because yeah. it was on. Love Benny Hill. Uncle Benny. When was Benny Hill made? But it was on. It was on from the BBC. Yes. It was on, and I was like, well, this guy, this is nuts. The old Batman and Robin? Yeah. Like, when was that made? That was, like, I... Yeah, I went through my entire childhood not really realizing that that was a comedy yeah, the little yeah. the little rascals were made probably 30 years before i was born and i was watching it how about yeah, i love because Lucy. there was nothing else we watched yeah, the honeymooners uh, honeymoon. do you remember the little rascals remember the um in benny hill the old guy that he yeah. used to hit in the head all the yes. time little jackie right yeah. oh look at you what a comic genius there was no ipad that we could go to and like get anything on the, demand the benny hill like um the music theme music oh, is, yeah. to this day it is it's like it's perfect for I, you know what I feel great right now Are after that walk down that, that walk down memory lane was great. He, you know he he's he, we're all excited. Waddle is not excited at all for what we're doing at five. What are you doing? What at are you guys doing at five? We are doing an NFL. Uh, we're doing an NFL broadcasters draft. <laughs> oh boy, Corey. Greg Olson, number one. I like Greg. Somebody's got the first pick. We are building a crew. He's my Here's hero. We're building. What Waddle's like? This. What are we doing? And Miller and I. Listen, the, the Miller baseball, and I are like. Base, we went from six to midnight while we were planning this thing. break isn't for months. What are we doing? No, because Romo is like top of mind. Greg Olson is Tom Brady going to go to the booth? Like this has been something that really has been discussed. We're you, you have to draft a play-by-play guy. Oh boy. An analyst. Johnny, you want to join us at 5? Si- call in. A si- call in. Reporter. Call in, Johnny. You a, can join us. A studio host. Oh, my God. A studio analyst and a rules analyst. This is ridiculous. So you may, with your first pick, draft a studio and uh, I'm the a weird, rules analyst and I, and I'm because the weird you're one. so scarce. Gene Steratore is the only... Uh, well, uh, let's bring in uh, no, the worst five words yeah. in all of football let's, over the course of tw- two decades. Let's bring in Mike Carey. Poor yeah. Mike Carey. Mike uh, four fifty eight. Right? I hope I lose my hearing. Mike Carey was was in that role for terrible. maybe three oh, months. It was terrible. No, he was, and he was multiple was years. He? Mike oh. Carey was multiple years. It was, it was awful. Terrible. By the way, Steratore is underrated. Steratore is good. I agree. Does Dean Blandino do it anymore? Yeah, yeah he's with Fox as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Isn't he when heading he... up the USFL or something like that? Is I don't know. That? You guys should do a referees draft. You should do referees. Oh, side. No, they, they all suck. That's what you do. They they all have they my, ever told you the story my, when they used wait, to go out? My favorite ref of all time, Dale Hammer. Mm, Dale Hammer? Yeah. 
And they would they'd go out porn hammer time. They'd get they'd get drunk and then they would make they would do imitations of their oh, favorite yeah. NBA rap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh no, I heard charge. You gotta wave it off first. Hey, you gotta no. wave off the basket. Yeah. No, these guys. No, are, no. Yeah, these guys are the only ones that know who Rick Mahalik is. On the floor. Yeah, <laughs> that's a block. Stay here. It's a block. Stay here. You're at Stanley's in no, front no, of the bar. On the floor. Yeah. Artie's trying no to serve you guys drinks. Girls, you guys are making girls think you're having <laughs> seizures. What's wrong with these guys? Are they having seizures? <laughs> well, but but that strobe light. We here? knew. We knew our place. We knew oh. we weren't getting any. So what we were getting was calls. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going the other way. <laughs> going the other way. Off. So Can you see these two guys fifteen years oh, ago? A lot of things. The bars popping, and they're over there doing referee imitations. So <laughs> that is that, that is and then awesome. the other thing was him doing the Rex Gross impersonation. We go impersonation. We just run backwards down the street with the Rex Gross impersonation. Back pedal, back pedal, back pedal, back pedal. He wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't scrambling. Oh he was God. just holding on the ball. Backpedaling as far as we he could. Are such losers. No! Keep it here! <laughs> this is exactly like the draft you're doing at five. Yes. And by the way, the Fox set, like, how many more people are they going to put on that Fox set? <laughs> I wasn't Miller. What was Miller that said? He's got a lot of people. Miller, I think it was you, Miller. What they should do is complete the circle. Like Don't the, make sure the round yeah, table, the Knights of the Round Yes, table. a full round like, table. I think we're, we about, we're about two years away because they have six. Yeah. Right now, and just put the cameras out. in the middle and then just rotate around. I mean, what the heck? You know, I know you want Gronk, and Gronk's great, but it's like, I don't know. If you got to trim some of the, the fat there, you got to get rid of the old guys. Problem you know? is, listen, you can do as many <laughs> as you want, right? Yeah. I mean, like, well, well, Carmen's hitting close to home, all right, over there, oh, mister. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Johnson's hair was spectacular in Philadelphia. Did you oh, see yeah. how did it look? I didn't, yeah, it I did. was spectacular. He's yeah. got great hair. For a guy his age, he got well, a good Well, it doesn't move because he's got more product in there than... Now, he's got a good head of hair, though. Nothing wrong with that, Yerk. The problem he's is with product. six guys, and you've, like, what do they get? Maybe yeah, four terrible. minutes to talk? No, I know. <laughs> it is funny. It is. It's, it's terrible. Like, it's crazy. It's terrible. First of all, I'm not for anything. Bradshaw, they need to retire. That's what I'm saying. Just like, put him out the pasture But then already. how are we going to win Terry's money? I, I don't want to win Terry's money at He's all. He's more entertaining, like, if you catch snippets of his yeah. reality show. Just put him out the pasture. It's okay. I feel bad for him, too, because he doesn't look tremendous. good. He's always got a Band-Aid. You don't know, like, a right. movie. I mean, he doesn't look like good. He his head on something. No, I'm just saying. He's like, he, he looks like he's not well. I know. He has. He's had cancer. I get it, but he just doesn't. I don't know. I don't, he doesn't look a, right. Like an insurance company over here. You got to pass a test for Waddle. Yeah, that's not true. Health I'm just. Test. I feel bad. Go. I mean, I guess he. That's Denied. what he enjoys doing. Denied. No, we're staying here. You got to pay a higher premium. Do you want to hear this? So, Do you want to? We we want to play this later too. This was Dick Ebersol talking about this. This inspires inspires the draft later. Awful announcing uh, brought this back up. And and it's very timely from earlier in the year. Dick Ebersol had a sit down interview with Chris Wallace back in October. Now, for those who don't know, Dick Ebersol was one of the greatest uh, sports programmers of all time on television. NBC, right? NBA and NBC. The Olympics. Uh, some he the, started at ABC. Got to start there. Monday Night Football was yes, it? Was I he believe so. Monday, like Learned all at the, the uh, foot of uh, Rune Ireland. Rune Ar- Rune, Rune, Rune Ireland. Thank Arledge. you. Yes. 
So and he talked about Tony Romo and the demise of Tony Romo mm. and, and what's gone on. With what, like, and and this has been in focus, and this has inspired the draft of of the broadcasters. Who's good? Who's not good? But listen to this is really good stuff from Dick Abersall on what's wrong with Tony okay. Romo. I've known Tony Romo since he first got to the pros. He's an unbelievably engaging guy. He should have been a terrific, great broadcaster. Something's happened since he got into that chair, and it doesn't seem boredom. Like he's into it, like he was on his way up. He does not seem to be the storyteller that he should be. The thing that makes Michaels great and Buck great and all these guys are they're really, they're really storytellers. And Tony's gotten further and further away from that, I think. That's interesting you say that because I'm very much in a minority. I, I kind of feel the same about Tony Romo, which is there's a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of predicting the play, but I don't really feel... We're watching the game together. I'd love to be his producer for about six months. I think I could cure this quickly. What would you say to him? <laughs> get your head in the game. I mean, you've really got to work hard to be prepared. I'm sure I'll get all kinds of phone calls and notes and stuff like that, but that is how I feel. And, you know, I'm sort of a veteran of the Wallace family. You didn't even have to press hard to get that. <laughs> I was, but I was going to say, if, to press if there's hard. anybody else you'd like to say controversial things about, you know, no, but this is one that this is somebody who should be an announcer for the ages, but clearly has lost his passion for it. And I would have him in my office often mm. not to kick his ass, but just to keep reminding him of what put him there in the first place. It's interesting. I mean, do you think he just is in a spot where he can't I don't think pass he does up the money anymore, but yeah. he doesn't really like doing it? I don't think he does homework. I, I don't say. think. He, yes. I don't, yeah. I mean, you pay him 18 million dollars a year, right? Like, yeah. who's going to sign that 10-year deal? Yeah. At the end of this 10 years. He's not motivated. He's going to play golf. He's going to be with me at Piners. Wow. He's going to be everywhere else playing. You make in, him in pay for everything, will you? But what did Tarico yeah. tell us, like, two weeks ago when he joined us? He said, doing these games, it makes, and, and when you get these great calls, it makes that extra hour of watching film worth it. Right. That extra hour of watching the Jaguars tape the week prior worth it you've got to do your film study like you're playing a game the longer you're away from the game the harder you have to work yes period so for him it was easy the first year the second year now you're three four years removed it becomes more difficult more difficult and now if you're not willing to change your habits and to make it you know to study and to look it becomes more difficult and more difficult to the point where now you're just kind of doing it by the seat of your pants. Yes. And when you do it by the seat of your pants, if you're not 100% correct all the time, people can see through yes, you. absolutely. That's where you're well at. Well said. It's the first right, time boys. I heard Dick Ebersaw actually say something bright. So, oh, well, 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 there we go. So we <laughs> bring something to what? the table right here. What? Is he beyond criticism? Um, no. But huh? I think Come he said on. a few things smarter. Who's yeah. the other really He's famous the one that brought football, football sports producer week, from years you know ago? I think Rune Arlen. Ar- no, right? there's no, no, no. There's the guy that used to do the golf that loved, what's his name? Um, uh, used to be on CBS. Used to do golf who was CBS, that was Greg Norman's number one guy that loved him. And he was on Could be, a, yeah. He, he I was worked doing with his son out in the NFL Network. He was doing the TV, he was doing the name TV stuff uh, for uh, the, the, the uh, Kevin Costner movie, Tin Cup. Tin Cup. He was doing. He was on Tin Cup. Also, they'd go to him in the booth and he'd say, "Stay with them, 
Stay with oh. him. Stay with him. I see think if he's going to do it again. Yeah, I never saw him. one other guy who was famous for. Uh, I think from I years and years. Tricanian. It's something like no. Tricanian or something. I don't like know. That. All right. So what else is up on the show today, boys? No, we're just going to draft producer. No, 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 no. It's weird. You know me. I could get angered by the slightest thing, like you, Carmen. There was a there was a Matt Nagy tweet that pissed me off today. Oh boy, okay. He's uh, going to, uh, there was a, a, I want to read that to people right. and he see if he tweeted it. It wasn't. It was about Matt Nagy. Oh, about Matt Nagy. Okay. And, and it came, it comes from Kansas City. Start with this next. I want. I want. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. want and it. I want to see if it pisses you off All too. Right, I like it. And if it pisses off Chicago because it throws Bears fans under the bus. Okay. And we'll we'll start there. We'll talk some football today. Barstool Big Cat at four at three o'clock too. Why have the Bears lost cap space? Mm. Um, we're going to talk to Brad Spielberger at good. three. Very he good. will explain Bears free agency, the cap room. We'll talk free agency. A lot of fun today. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. All right, Waddle and Sylvia are next. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Hope you're staying warm today. The good news is I I, I love looking at the uh, weather models, Waddle. Little weather, weather models? What uh, are you talking about? I was looking at the European models. I don't know if you... Knew that I looked at those. At European models? At European uh, weather models. The good stuff is coming. We're, we're expected to have a very mild first half of February. Oh, okay, we're talking technical. Technical weather models. I got you. All right. Yeah, I didn't no, know not, li- no, not like... Uh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Not humans. Not human beings, okay. yes. All right. I was going to say, that's very shallow of you. I don't see you as a, a shallow person. <laughs> I thought you were going shallow on me. I was like, I'm, that's weird. I don't consider you to be a shallow person. So uh, once we get through this, it will. it's going to get better. I saw that, yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's going to be 40 at some point yeah. this week. We're, we got 40s on the on the scoreboard coming here in a few days. Yes. Yes. Put it on the board. Yes. 40s. Um, so today we've got uh, Barstool Big Cat coming up at 4. Brad Spielberger in about a half hour from right now. Phone number to reach us is 312-332-3776. Is it okay to get in the weeds with Brad a little bit? Because I personally, just from my own selfish edification, need to understand this floor spending stuff that yes. was mentioned a while I, I, ago. I think people appreciate that. I, think, uh, I don't know if anybody's interested in it, but there was a story. I don't know if it was Brad's story. Uh, my... My ignorance is coming to to the forefront right here because I don't know who wrote about it, but I believe there was a story out there that the Bears are, are they have to spend a bunch of money this year, despite the fact they have a ton to spend because they haven't quite met their requirements over the course of the last couple of years. So I need that explained to me. Yes, yes. So we'll 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 talk about that. Why okay. why did the projections go from the Bears having 110 to 115 million dollars? In free agency to now 90 some million dollars. Where did that money go? Uh, Brad will tell you that. We'll try and we'll get it, make it in as layman's terms as possible, too. So you can follow. We got more free agency lists for you, too, um, on top free agents out there. Um, I, I told you before the break, there's a, a morning show host in Kansas City who tweeted something yesterday. He must have a relationship with Matt Nagy. 
Um, Why not? Because Matt's a wonderful guy. He is. Guy to have a great relationship thought, with. Yeah, and I thought I had a decent relationship with Matt while he was here. I liked Matt Nagy. Again, I've always said this. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, it was my mantra, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace would make wonderful neighbors. Amen. I would want to, if I owned, if I had the money to own a lake house, I would hope that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace could be my neighbors. I think Ted Phillips would be a great guy to be, be neighbors with. I don't want him as my football president. That's fair. I don't want Matt Nagy to be my football coach. I don't want Ryan Pace to be my football general manager. But as a neighbor... I think they'd be good. I think they'd be nice guys. I think they would be cool to have over for a little bit of a grill out. Do you want that banged up uh, Toyota in the front of the driveway next door to you that, that you know that uh, that Ryan Pace has, though? I mean, that, that What do you car. mean it's banged up? Why do you think it's banged up? Well, isn't that was it what drew him to Mitch? Was is that banged up Toyota? I don't think it was, like, dented or anything. No? It was just an older Toyota. You think he bought it from Mitch? He paid Mitch for it? Maybe it's in the front. Maybe vacation with him. You don't have to live next door to him. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, good guys to hang out with. Fantastic human like, beings. Like, that's what Cap, yeah. Cap fell for that. Cap fell for going out with margaritas with Ryan Pace. The stories. And he fell for it. He fell head over heels for him and thought then he could draft him a football team. And, and you got to separate the two. This guy in Kansas City, I guess he's a morning show host. Tweeted this out yesterday. Pissed you off. Yeah, and again, like, I, I know. I, I, there's we, stuff, weird stuff pisses me off. I, I'm not telling you that, uh, that I'm sane for, for saying that this, that this pisses me off. I tweeted you guys, should we have this guy on? We thought so much of it, none of us responded to you. Nobody responded to me. I was all set for busy. a little was, bit of a radio war. I know. I had, I had a haircut. I had picked the dog up. I had a lot of things going on. I, I wasn't really paying attention to my phone. Nobody responded yeah, to me. Not yeah. Zetterman. Nope. Not Tyler. Nope. Not Meller. Nope. Not Waddle. Nope. Nobody. Nope. Waddle walked in. He goes, boy, it's a little quiet around here. I go, you know what's quiet? When I text the group and nobody responds. That was quiet Why don't you today. you text us something interesting next time? Oh. Right, Meller? Right, Meller? Text us something interesting next time. How about as, opposed to, as, as opposed to somebody in Kansas City who wants to tell you how good Matt Nagy is. Here was the tweet. Bears fans ripping on Matt Nagy is just so pathetic. Nagy went to the playoffs twice with Trubisky as his quarterback. Chicago was lucky to have Matt. Dot, dot, dot. Ugh. See? Are you just playing the role, or, or did that piss you no, off, too? No, that was my initial reaction, yeah. was lucky to have. That's, that, exactly. Then someone responded to him, and then this guy, this Bob Fesco guy, does the morning show in Kansas City, responded to this Bears fan by saying, the Bears have no modern history of winning. Bears fans act like they are some celebrated franchise because they've been around forever. They're irrelevant when it comes to winning. That I agree with. We ha we've sucked collectively over the course of time. Just because he's had a few years of winning with Andy Reid makes him no more accomplished as a radio host of understanding what good is and bad is. And I could tell Bob Fesco this, <laughs> that I know what a crap burger is as much as the next guy. Listen up, Fesco! Listen up here, Fesco! 
I am an expert in identifying crap sandwiches. I know what a good crap sandwich is as much as the next guy. Is there a good crap sandwich? Well, I know what a crap sandwich okay. looks like and tastes like. Yeah. I have a great experience with crap sandwiches. So when a crap sandwich is presented in front of me, I can identify it well. Matt Nagy was a good old-fashioned crap sandwich. I don't have to experience winning football to understand what I was presented with in in Matt Nagy. Do you know, understand what I'm saying? I do. And, and Bob Fesco is acting like all of a sudden he's a part of the Andy Reid coaching tree. Like he accomplished anything by doing some sort of a radio show in Kansas City. He is not a player on the Kansas City Chiefs. He is not a part of that coaching staff. He has not done diddly poo in Kansas City as a part of Chiefs Nation as opposed to just sitting there and getting fat. Whoa. I got, I got weird at the end right there. What do you mean? What did he get? Who got fat? I don't know if he's skinny or I don't fat. Know, I don't know. what I mean. That got weird. Like, I don't but, know why. Well, who is he to tell, like, Bears fans? What has he accomplished? What does Bob, Fes- Bob Fesco know more than Bears fans about winning or losing football? He doesn't know what Matt Nagy did here. Does, does Bob Fesco know that Matt Nagy himself fired himself twice as the Bears offensive coordinator. Does Bob Fesco know that? I don't know. Maybe Bob Fesco is neighbors with Matt Nagy. Maybe Bob Fesco is the cap of Kansas City. Maybe Bob Fesco has fallen under the spell of the nice guy. If that was the case, he'd be down 32 pounds and you couldn't reference him as the... he, He may be on soda too. Correct. Read me the text or the tweet again. Bob Fesco said, Bears fans ripping on Matt Nagy is just so pathetic. Nagy went to the playoffs twice with Trubisky as his quarterback. Chicago was lucky to have Matt. Well, I would say this. Um, what was his first line again? Like, he, he, give it to me, the first Don't line. Do Twitter over there? I, I, I'm not interested in Bob Fesco. What did he say? What did, what, 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 just give me the first line again. Bears fans ripping on Matt well, Nagy. I'm like, who's ripping on Matt Nagy? Like, we've, I think we've moved on. Who's ripping on Matt? I, I, I wasn't I aware of it either. I would just say, look, Matt, wonderful guy. Nice guy. Bad he coordinator, bad coach. He, he, you know, listen, he, they were 12-4. and four. Their defense was historically good. They carried their offense. The problem that we had, and again, he did not draft Mitch Trubisky. Don't blame him for the drafting of Mitch Trubisky. That's at the feet of, of Ryan Pace. My problem... Was I? My, I can't. It's simple. Yeah, they did go to the playoffs his first year, and they went to the playoffs his third year. Um, I never understood what they were trying to do on offense, and that's what he was here for. He did not, and Mitch had his limitations. But it took them to the final four or five games of his last was his last season, the season before that, of finally putting Mitch in, in, in position to take advantage of Mitch's limited skill set. Like, look, there was a reason why he, he it didn't work out here. Do, he moved do, on. Do I have to remind you of the numbers? Do I have to remind you that under uh, Matt Nagy in the four years that he was here, the Bears scoring offense ranked awful. a grand total of 26 yeah. in the NFL? Do I have to remind you that in yards in 2018, despite them having a great defense, despite them being 24th, that they were 21st in yards? In 2019, they were 29th. In 2020, they were 26th. In 2021, they were 24th. 
In 2018, in scoring, they were ninth. But remember all the points they scored Absolutely. defensively. Yes. That, that swayed it. In 2019, they were 29th. In 2020, they were 22nd. In 2021, they were 27th. He Again, was, he was he brought fired here himself twice as the offensive coordinator. Yes, he was brought here to revolutionize the offense, to bring a little bit of that Kansas City magic here. And he was here to develop quarterbacks. And again, Mitch had a limited skill set. Now, maybe we'll find out that he had a decent eye for quarterbacks as he and Ryan Pace moved up and drafted Justin Fields. But in the first year of being Justin's head coach and offensive guru, so to speak, like the, the, the game plan for Justin's first start was criminal. Yeah. I, and like, and, and another thing, like this Bob Fesco guy, like again, like he's acting, he's a part of Andy Reid's coaching staff or something like that. Like he knows winning. I'll just remind Bob Fesco as he rips Bears fans and says that we don't know a thing about winning in the modern era. That from 2001 to 2010, the Kansas City Chiefs record were 73 and 87. And the Bears record was 83 and 73. I'll rip the Bears as much as anybody, and I have. It's not good enough. What the Bears have given Bears fans is not good enough. We have lost way more than we have won. Going to two Super Bowls and 57 Super Bowls is not good enough. Winning one in 57 is not good enough. Going to the playoffs as much as the Bears have is not good enough. They should win much more. We have documented how poorly run the Bears organization is. But don't act as a Chiefs fan, Bob Fesco. Like the Chiefs before Andy Reid were doing anything post Len Dawson. Like this, like this was all this huge era of you got lucky because Ryan Pace called out Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. You got lucky that the Eagles decided that Andy Reid wasn't good enough anymore, and he went ended up there. Before that, it was Gunther Cunningham. There, there's no great era of modern winning football with the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't act like you're a more knowledgeable sports fan than anything here in Chicago. The city of Chicago is the greatest athlete to ever live playing in this town. The city of Chicago has the greatest American-born hockey player playing here. Don't act like four or five years of Patrick Mahomes has made the Kansas City sports fan smarter than anyone on earth. Matt Nagy. You're stupid. Is what you are <laughs> blinded by Matt Nagy being a good, good neighbor? It's I, yeah, I don't, it's I don't, like, I don't, and I don't miss. know why it pisses me off, right. and I'm mad at myself that it pisses me off. But it's dumb, and maybe I've fallen into his radio he game. Sucked track. He, he sucked you in. He sucked me in. in. Yeah, we moved but, on from Matt a while ago. I know. We I have. think we moved on but, from Matt the year before he was actually fired. But I, I haven't moved on from the terrible losing. I, you know what? I haven't moved on from. I haven't moved on from a year lost of Justin Fields' development. Like well, we, none of us should have moved on from that. He took Justin Fields year one and he made it worthless. Matt Nagy took a rookie quarterback and he made his year of development completely worthless. And that shouldn't be lost on us. So when someone tweets out the Bears fans don't know what they're talking about, I do know that he took the 11th overall pick and he completely ruined him in his rookie year. I think you feel better. 
Well, and Fesco's narrative is precisely the reason why I believe Nagy will get another head coaching job in this league because people like him are willing to point, hey, Nagy had a winning record as an NFL head coach. He was 34-31 and 31 as coaching the Bears. He made two playoff appearances, and he's a coach of the year award to his mantle. But the reality is we in Chicago lived it firsthand. We saw him or it's been reported thoroughly that he made a off-season meeting with Mitch Trubisky that he did not show up for whether or not you liked Mitch or not it was your responsibility as the head coach to tutor him and get the best out of him and even though you did in that first season what went wrong why did it go haywire you're the reason why you're no longer the coach and he's part of the reason why the Bears don't have a winning history Matt Nagy had four years to turn it around he didn't do it. All right. What did we learn? We learned that Matt Nagy is a good guy, is a bad head coach, and that Bob Fesco is a homer suck ass. It's Waddle and Sylvie. <laughs> Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. I still think there's something to be said about out-of-town stupid. When when you don't experience the trials and tribulations of what we've gone through for four years, don't comment on it. Like There were a lot of New England Patriots assistants who were good under Bill Belichick. But we're bad as head coaches. Oh, yeah. Don't talk about how good of a coach they were when they're back in the nest. I'm sure Matt Nagy's really good in the nest. And Did Josh McDaniels ever Reed. take the Broncos to the postseason? The no. first year? I know they got out to a hot start. They were 6-0. and oh. And then they just whew, yeah. went down. Look, I, I'm, I'm so very content and comfortable that Matt is in Kansas City, and I wish him well. Yeah. It didn't work out here. Yeah. I, I, there's, I, we, we did not get the... the, the, the we didn't get the raw end, of the, or we did get the raw end of the deal. I don't think Matt did. I think, you know, Matt's going to have to, and Meller thinks that there's a chance he's going to get another head coaching job. I would suggest that if that's going to take place, he's going to have to establish himself as a good offensive coordinator as before a, as that a next play caller. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. How did the play calling go here? It like was you worse said. than him as a head coach. How did it go in Kansas City the one year where he was given the opportunity? Like, all you got to do is... is Reference the Titans playoff game where yes, like, they went and, and, and like I said, he he was fired as a play caller sooner than he was fired as a head coach. Yeah, he fired himself yeah. quicker than he was fired as a head coach. He was not a good play caller. No, I mean that was on full display offensively. They never could get out of their way. Listen, Ma- standing next to Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines will remedy a lot of things yeah. for a lot of people. Boom. And he's going to make people think he's a lot smarter than he actually is. Can I also so say this? Standing in between Andy Reid and Patrick yeah. Mahomes is a pretty good spot to be in. Can I, I want to reference this as well. Um, when everybody suggests if the Bears had drafted Patrick Mahomes, he wouldn't be the Patrick Mahomes that he is now. That's okay. He may have not been to five consecutive NFC title games and be going to his second Super Bowl. But what did Patrick Mahomes do on Sunday on a bad wheel? He lost his three top two, at least three of his top four wide receivers. Yes, he had Kelsey, but he was without three of his top four wide receivers and still was finding ways to make guys against a really good Bengals defense and was finding ways to make plays. Yeah, he. So, like, if he was in a Bears uniform, even if he didn't have 
Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey around him, we would have been in a better place with him of under center for us. Right. I just don't, I mean, that's that whole uh, conversation or statement is still rattles me. Mike in Lombard, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mikey? Hey, guys, I can't believe we're still talking about this, but I, I've called you guys over the years on this thing, and Tom, I was telling you that we're looking at the wrong place. It's nagging not Trubisky a few years ago. This guy, and I'm glad you guys just brought up the Tennessee game. I was going to bring that up. There's a videotape of his welcoming speech that he's going to pinch himself. A reporter asked him about that, and he said, I'm going to learn from it. This guy called one game. They scored no points. He's not qualified. It's all Andy Reid that's given him the credibility. He's an Arena League guy. He's trying to do Arena League plays. He's a good guy, it seems like. But he won the lottery. He's 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 a guy that is so lucky. I can't even believe he's got yeah, angels. I just got. I, I, I gotta say, Mike, if this was an under the radar, Mitch was better than. Like I, I, I gotta tap the brakes on that as well. Two things can both be true at the same time. Mitch was never going to be the difference making quarterback that everyone had hoped he would be, considering they drafted him number two overall and moved up. And Matt wasn't good at developing him. Both can be true. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. The guy from the radio station in KC saying that he took him to playoffs. The defense took him to playoffs. 17 points. The reason we didn't go further is because of Nagy. Nagy was brought here for the offense. If we had an average defense, he would have ran out of town in 2019. Mike, you're preaching to the congregation here. All we asked for, I remember asking for this in year two. Just be, just be middle of the pack. Just be average. Just be with that defense. Just be average. We knew that the defense was going to regress to the mean a little bit. There was no way they were going to stay on the same pace they were on, taking the ball away and doing the things they were going to do. So, to get to the next level, what were you going to have to do? Well, the offense was going to have to carry more of the load, and they didn't do it. So, like, I didn't think today we would be really reliving the that experience. But hey, this got is under what we my do. skin. I had to bring it up. I think you feel better. Yeah. You look better. I do. I do. You look better. You got a little bit of a you know a sweat up here, but yeah. you you, you I'm, look I'm like you're relieved. Yeah. You look like after you just you got out of the bathroom and you took care of business. That's the look you have on your face. Took a fesco. Wow. <laughs> we'll uh, talk to Brad Spielberger coming up next as uh, he fills his. <laughs> he fills you got to send that to the folks over in Kansas City. We'll talk to Brad Spielberger about the Bears' uh, cap situation. Why? Why did their cap number go down? And uh, what do they have room to do? Well, one of the best in the business, Brad Spielberger, local guy, will join us coming up next.